You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 189. We are continuing in the book of 2 Kings, and Ahaz, king of Judah, is in trouble. The king of Aram, as well as the king of Israel, want to team up to take him out and reclaim Judah for themselves. So Ahaz turns to the king of the Assyrians for help. I mean, Assyria looks like they would serve well as a big brother. They could beat up both Israel and the Arameans. But having Assyria as a buddy may not be the best policy. And then Hosea, who is the ruler over Israel, well, he goes to Egypt for help against the Assyrians. But it doesn't seem to work out so well. The Assyrians eventually take over Samaria. They kick out all the Israelites and they move their own people into the city. But of course, this is the land of the Lord. And these foreign Assyrians don't really know how to serve the God of Israel. So the Lord sends lions to attack them. And a lot of Assyrians get killed. So once the king of Assyria hears about this, he decides to send one of the Lord's priests back to Samaria to teach the Assyrians how to serve the Lord. But of course, the king of Assyria just sees the Lord as just another God of many. And although the Lord warns the Israelites to not worship other gods, well, they keep doing it anyway. And then they develop this pseudo-religion where they serve the Lord as well as the other gods of their choice. They've really just made their own custom religions. So just how long will the Lord tolerate this rebellion? We are also continuing in the book of Acts. Paul tries to persuade King Agrippa until finally King Agrippa has to make a decision of whether to send Paul to Rome or not. Stay with us to find out what King Agrippa decides and refer to your show notes to follow along. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. 2 Kings chapter 16 Ahaz becomes king over Judah. Ahaz, son of Jotham, became king of Judah during the 17th year that Pekah, son of Ramaliah, was king of Israel. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king. He ruled for 16 years in Jerusalem. Unlike his ancestor David, Ahaz did not do what the Lord his God said was right. He did the same bad things the kings of Israel had done. He even burned his son as a sacrifice. He copied the terrible sins of the nations that the Lord had forced to leave the country when the Israelites came. Ahaz made sacrifices and burned offerings at the places of worship and on the hills and under every green tree. King Rezin of Aram and King Pekah, son of Ramalia of Israel, came to fight against Jerusalem. Rezin and Pekah surrounded Ahaz but could not defeat him. At that time, 
King Rezin of Aram took back Eleth for Aram and forced out all the people of Judah who were living there. The Arameans settled in Elath, and they still live there today. Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath-Peleser of Assyria with this message. I am your servant. I am like a son to you. Come and save me from the king of Aram and the king of Israel. They have come to fight me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's palace. Then he sent them as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria listened to Ahaz and went to fight against Damascus. The king captured that city and took the people from Damascus as captives to Kir. He also killed Rezin. King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet King Tiglath, the lesser of Assyria. Ahaz saw the altar at Damascus. He sent a model and a pattern of this altar to Uriah the priest. Then Uriah the priest built an altar just like the model King Ahaz had sent him from Damascus. He built the altar before King Ahaz came back from Damascus. When the king arrived from Damascus, he saw the altar. He offered sacrifices on the altar. Ahaz burned on his burnt offerings and grain offerings on it. He poured his drink offering and sprinkled the blood of his fellowship offerings on this altar. This new altar was in front of the temple, but between it and the temple was the old bronze altar that had always been there before the Lord. So Ahaz moved the bronze altar to the north side of his new altar. He commanded Uriah the priest. Use the large altar to burn the morning burnt offerings, the evening grain offerings, and the drink offerings from all the people of this country. Sprinkle all the blood from the burnt offering and other sacrifices on the large altar. But I will use the bronze altar to get answers from God. Uriah the priest did everything that King Ahaz commanded him to do. There were carts with bronze panels and bowls for the priests to wash their hands. King Ahaz took apart the panels and removed the bowls from the carts. He also took the large basin off the bronze bowls that stood under it. He put the basin on the stone pavement. Workers had built a covered place inside the temple area for the Sabbath meetings. But Ahaz removed the covered place and the outside entrance for the king. He removed all these from the Lord's temple. Ahaz did this because of the king of Assyria. All the great things that Ahaz did are recorded in the book, The History of the Kings of Judah. Ahaz died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Ahaz's son, Hezekiah, became the new king after him. 2 Kings chapter 17 Hosea begins his rule over Israel. Hosea, son of Elah, began to rule in Samaria over Israel. This was during the twelfth year that Ahaz was king of Judah. Hosea ruled for nine years. He did what the Lord says is evil, but he was not as bad as the kings of Israel who had ruled before him. King Shalmaneser of Assyria came to fight against Hosea, and he defeated him. So Hosea paid taxes to Shalmaneser. Later, Hosea sent messengers to King Soph of Egypt to ask for help. 
That year, Hoshea did not pay taxes to the king of Assyria, as he had done every other year. The king of Assyria found out that Hoshea had made plans against him, so he arrested Hoshea and put him in jail. The king of Assyria attacked many places in Israel. Then he came to Samaria and fought against it for three years. The king of Assyria captured Samaria during the ninth year that Hoshea was king of Israel. He took the Israelites as captives to Assyria. He settled some of them in the city of Halah, some along the Habor River and the territory of Gozan, and some in other cities of the Medes. These things happened because the Israelites had sinned against the Lord their God, and it was the Lord who brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. He saved them from the power of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. But the Israelites began worshiping other gods. They began doing the same things that other people did, and the Lord had forced those people to leave their land when the Israelites came. The Israelites also chose to be ruled by kings. The Israelites secretly did things against the Lord their God, and those things were wrong. The Israelites built places of worship in all their cities, from the smallest town to the largest city. They put up sacred stones and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. They burned incense in all those places for worship, just like the nations that the Lord forced out of the land before them. The Israelites made the Lord angry with all the evil things they did. They worshiped idols, which the Lord had told them not to do. The Lord used every prophet and every seer to warn Israel and Judah. He said, Turn away from the evil things you do. Obey my commands and laws. Follow all the law that I gave to your ancestors. I used my servants, the prophets, to give this law to you. But the people would not listen. They were very stubborn, like their ancestors. Their ancestors did not believe the Lord their God. They refused to follow his laws and the agreement he made with their ancestors. They would not listen to his warnings. They worshipped idols that were worth nothing, and they themselves became worth nothing. The Lord had warned them not to do the evil things that the people in the nations around them did, but they lived the same way those people lived. They stopped following the commands of the Lord their God. They made two gold statues of calves. They made Asherah poles. They worshipped all the stars of heaven and served Baal. They sacrificed their sons and daughters in the fire. They used witchcraft and fortune tellers and other evil ways of trying to know the future. They gave themselves completely to what the Lord says is evil trying to make him angry. So the Lord became very angry with Israel and sent them away. Only the people of Judah were left in the land. But even the people of Judah did not obey the commands of the Lord their God. They lived the same way the Israelites had lived. So the Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel. He caused them many troubles. He let their enemies defeat them. Finally, he sent them all away from him. This all began when the Lord separated the Israelites from David's family. That's when they made Jeroboam, son of Nebat, their king. 
Jeroboam led the Israelites away from following the Lord. He caused them to commit great sins. So the Israelites sinned in all the ways Jeroboam did. And they did not stop committing these sins. Finally, the Lord sent them away from his land. Through his prophets, he had warned the people that this would happen. So the Israelites were taken out of their country into Assyria. And they are still there today. Foreigners settled in Israel. The king of Assyria took the Israelites out of Samaria and brought in other people from Babylon, Kutha, Ava, Hamath, and Sepharvaim. They took over Samaria and lived in the cities around it. When these people began to live in Samaria, they did not honor the Lord. So the Lord sent lions to attack them. The lions killed some of them. So the king of Assyria received a report that said, The people you moved to the cities of Samaria don't know the law of the God of that country. So that God has sent lions to attack them. The lions are killing them because they don't know what the God of that country wants them to do. So the king of Assyria gave this command. Get one of the priests who was brought here and send him back to Samaria to live. Then he can teach the people the law of the God of that country. So they sent back one of the priests they had taken from Samaria. He settled in Bethel, where he taught the people how they should honor the Lord. But all those people made gods of their own. They put them in the temples at the places of worship that the people of Samaria had made. They did this wherever they lived. The people of Babylon made the false god Succoth Benoth. The people of Kutha made the false god Nergal. The people of Hamath made the false god Ashima. The people of Ava made the false gods Nibhaz and Tartak. The people from Sepharvaim also burned their children in the fire to honor their false gods Adramelech and Anemelech. These people honored the Lord, but they chose some of their own people to serve as priests in their own places of worship. These priests made sacrifices for the people in the same places where they had worshipped their own gods. They honored the Lord, but they also served their own gods, just as they had done in their own countries. Even today, they live the same way they did in the past, so they don't really honor the Lord. That is. They don't follow the rules and instructions or the laws and commands that the Lord gave to the descendants of Jacob, whose name he changed to Israel. The Lord made an agreement with the Israelites. He commanded them. You must not honor other gods. You must not worship them or serve them or offer sacrifices to them. But you must follow the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. He used his great power to save you. You must worship him and offer sacrifices to him. You must obey the rules, instructions, laws, and commands that he wrote for you. You must obey these things all the time. You must not respect other gods. 
You must not forget the agreement that I made with you. You must not respect other gods. No, you must respect only the Lord your God, that he will save you from all your enemies. The Israelites did not listen. They kept on doing the same things they did before. So now those other nations respected the Lord, but they also served their own idols. Their children and grandchildren did the same thing their ancestors did. They still do these things to this day. Acts chapter 26, verse 24 to 27, verse 12. Paul tries to persuade Agrippa. While Paul was still defending himself, Festus shouted, Paul, you are out of your mind. Too much study has made you crazy. Paul said, Most honorable Festus, I am not crazy. What I am saying is true. It all makes perfect sense. King Agrippa knows about all this, and I can speak freely to him. I know that he has heard about these things, because they happened where everyone could see them. King Agrippa, do you believe what the prophets wrote? I know you believe. King Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think you could persuade me so easily to become a Christian? Paul said, It makes no difference to me if it is easy or hard. I just pray to God that not only you, but everyone listening to me today would be just like me except for these chains. King Agrippa, Governor Festus, Bernice, and all the people sitting with them stood up and left the room. They were talking to each other, and they said, This man has done nothing worthy of being put to death or even put in jail. And Agrippa said to Festus, You could let him go free, but he is asked to see Caesar decided that we would sail for Italy. An army officer named Julius, who served in the Emperor's Special Army, was put in charge of guarding Paul and some other prisoners on the trip. We got on a ship from the city of Adramidium that was ready to sail to different places in Asia. Aristarchus, a man from Thessalonica in Macedonia, went with us. The next day, we came to the city of Sidon, Julius was very good to Paul and gave him freedom to go and visit his friends who gave him whatever he needed. We left that city and sailed close to the island of Cyprus because the wind was blowing against us. We went across the sea by Cilicia and Pamphylia. Then we came to the city of Myra in Lycia. There the army officer found a ship from the city of Alexandria that was going to Italy. So he put us on it. We sailed slowly for many days. It was hard for us to reach the city of Nidus because the wind was blowing against us. We could not go any further that way. So we sailed by the south side of the island of Crete near Sambo. We sailed along the coast, but the sailing was hard. Then we came to a place called Safe Harbors near the city of Lassia. We had lost much time, and it was now dangerous to sail, 
because it was already after the Jewish day of fasting. So Paul warned them, Men, I can see that there will be a lot of trouble on this trip. This ship, everything in it, and even our lives may be lost. But the captain and the owner of the ship did not agree with Paul. So the army officers accepted what they said instead of believing Paul. Also, that harbor was not a good place for the ship to stay for the winter. So most of the men decided that we should leave there. They hoped we could reach Phoenix, but the ship could stay for the winter. Phoenix was a city on the island of Crete. It had a harbor that faced southwest and northwest. Psalm chapter 81, verses 8 through 16. For the music director on the Gittim, a song of Asaph. And the Lord said, There I said, My people, I am warning you, Israel, listen to me. Don't worship any of the false gods that the foreigners worship. I, the Lord, am your God. I brought you out of Egypt. Israel, open your mouth, and I will feed you. But my people did not listen to me. Israel did not obey me. So I let them go their own stubborn way and do whatever they wanted. If my people would listen to me and live the way I want, I would defeat their enemies and punish those who cause them trouble. Then those who hate the Lord would shake with fear. They would be punished forever. I would give you the best wheat to you, my people. I would give you the purest honey until you were satisfied. Thank you, everyone. That was day 189. Join us for day 190. We're continuing in 2 Kings. And Hezekiah begins his rule over Judah. And then the Assyrians capture Samaria. And then they get ready to take Judah straight into the heart of Jerusalem. So then Hezekiah talks with a prophet named Isaiah. And in the book of Acts, Paul sets sail for Rome. But there are troubled waters ahead. In fact, a storm. Will Paul and the crew survive this storm and make it to land? You'll have to join us to find out. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.